Welcome to the Nighttime Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nighttime Podcast. Uh, I'm K Knight, and I'm here with Jordan Fletcher. How you guys doing? What up? Good. We are well. Good. I am well. The the PBR hard coffee. Hard coffee. Unofficially sponsoring my late nights of work. <laughs> nice. And I've got the wild berry. Truly. Wild berry. I've got. Um, I think it's Kroger green tea. Mm. The beverages that bring us the nighttime podcast. Yes. Not officially sponsored, but maybe one day. Um, I, would, I would love to see a green tea box at a grocery store that has your face on it. That's just like endorsed yeah. by it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that's the goal for the podcast is to get my face officially lucrative tea that's right uh, that's right i get like oh my god you're gonna have to stream with like in your frame you're gonna have to have like an entire shelf of tea yeah well it'd be easy if it was green tea and green boxes then i could just you know yeah make it green screen those kind of jokes are not going to get you a tea sponsorship (laughs) that's we gotta workshop that all right yeah we'll work on it um, but anyways, today we're doing the final season of Avatar. Um, if, if you missed it, we have done season one and two separately previously. Um, and actually, uh, I, before we jump into it, I do have some news. Our podcast is actually officially a podcast now. It's on It's on uh, like Spotify. Hold on, I got a list here. Let me pull it it's up. It's on Spotify? Can I follow we're myself on, on Spotify? Yeah. We're on Spotify? Yeah, we're on oh, Spotify, man. I guys. don't know. I got a family. I don't know if I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Where is it? Okay. You've done well, K Knight. You've done well. I do what I can. I do you what finally I can. did it. We're, Next stop, Tivana. That's right. <laughs> so it's on Anchor, Breaker, is it, yeah, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overpo- Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Mixcloud. So, Man, I've heard of at least a couple of those. Right? Yeah. It's like once you get your podcast up, it's really easy to get it on other platforms. So like... Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell people that. We're just building competition. It was really hard. <laughs> it cost a lot of money. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say where I put no, it. No, there's your sponsor because, right there. No, they, How you did that is your sponsor, baby. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. where I Kroger put... Kroger Green Tea paid for that. <laughs> the, the program I put it up on will pay you to put like an ad for their service on there but i didn't sign up for it i can like it's easy to sign up for maybe we'll consider doing that but i'm not super worried about it right now and i'm also working on getting it on like itunes apple podcast itunes but it always says like every place i've read has been like it's such a pain in the ass to get it on apple but it Uh, just takes a while honestly every podcast i listen to has pulled themselves from apple actually Spotify is the way to go. If we're on yeah. Spotify, we're doing all right because like everybody's moving. I mean, yeah. Joe Rogan just made a went to Spotify, so like oh yeah, oh we got it. We gotta we gotta get off Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta go somewhere else. Joe Rogan's here. <laughs> Joe Rogan's where you want to be. Trust me. That means that's where the fucking market's at. That's true. I don't eat enough elk meat to be on the same network as Joe. Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I still love Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> is he like the most listened to podcast probably i'm sure uh, he is i can't imagine he isn't i think like yeah. maybe this american life and then joe rogan like i don't know it's crazy anyways avatar let's let's talk about avatar all right so general feelings overall the first half of avatar was pretty meh the second half was way better like the second half of season two and season three were, I think, way better than the first half. And, like, did not, like, the first half of the show just didn't represent how good the show was going to be. Yeah. Um, I agree. I would even go as further to say that, like, I wasn't even that impressed by the second half of season two. Like, second half of season two was like, eh. Like, it's, 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 it's such showing a low bar, potential. Though. Like, yeah. second half of season two is good because it's compared to just, like, something that is, like, yeah. way down here. Yeah. Season three, though, is good. Like, I I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I liked it a lot. No, it, It's obvious that people who love Avatar just forgot the first half of the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you watched it when it came out, and you were like, wow, that was amazing. And then you just blanked out. 
that first it was season just, and a half it was just or so. goofy Nickelodeon shit for like the first like year and a half of its like, life. Like if you could take the first season and a half of Avatar and you, like condense it to like four episodes. Yeah. And then like the rest of this series just takes place in like the general world slash universe of like season three. You have a really like I assume that's why everybody was so hyped for um the live action Avatar series, yeah. not the movie. It's because they're like, oh, cool, we're going to like almost certainly do that because Netflix has no reason to make filler episodes where we like yeah. do dumb bullshit where we have to cross the Grand Canyon and like half of the people are rich and the other half are cave people because like that's a scenario that happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This show is an HBO show. It would be dope. Like I want <laughs> HBO Avatar. I want Katara to drown someone. Like I just like gritty like <laughs> element bending like so good. Um, there's just like they really explore like the weird shit you can do in yeah. season three, yeah. like and they all back off like blood bending doesn't make any sense, not not how that would work. You would just it would just rip out of your skin. But like it's fine. Like I'm willing to suspend disbelief. But don't you think that's what blood? Oh, that's what I took blood bending to mean that you could just fucking kill people by just pulling their blood out. But like they use it to like control people. They're like, oh, I'm gonna move your blood, and it's gonna make your arms move. I'm like, no, well, because like, the thing is, if yeah. my arm is here and you pull my blood this way, the blood is just gonna like rip out of my arm. Like I'm not gonna not, move with it. Not necessarily, because like, and it, and it's not really blood bending. Like they sure they call it blood bending, but you're bending the water in their body. Which is, like blood bending just sounds worse. much cooler than like yeah. water in your body bending. You know, like imagine the seasoned villain is a guy who like just turns people into husks like he just like sucks all the water out of your body and you look like spongebob on land like that one episode like like it's just that that's terrifying and like super cool like that's such a good like man i want that so blood hbo baby get on this (laughs) blood bending was the one thing i was talking about like in the last two seasons i was like the one thing i i remember about the show so well was blood bending and like the what it always reminds me of is like anybody who ever watches um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, like there's that one episode that like everybody knows, like the one with the Chimera. It's like yeah. that that episode just fucking sticks with you because it is so fucked up. And like in the world of Avatar, like bloodbending is like super fucked up. And like they even acknowledge how bad that is and how evil that is that you shouldn't just control yeah, people. The- yeah. And that was that was that was the one thing I was like really excited for that I remembered so well from the show. It's a weird episode just because it feels like a filler episode until the last like 3 minutes when they're like, "Oh, it turns out this lady's evil as fuck." Yeah. And it's going to like manipulate you into doing some like real not okay <laughs> stuff. Although I will say there's no consequences. Like Kitaro learns to bloodbend, does it. And then I was like, "All right, we're just going to like never like, this might get brought up later, but, like, she'll never do it again. Like, it'll be like, yeah. a, you could save all of us if only you could freeze that man in place. And she's like, I can't, morals or whatever. But no, bitch out here, blood building all time. <laughs> she does yeah. it a couple more times later. Yeah. And, like, doesn't give a fuck. What, Katara? Yeah, dude, she, she only did it, that, that like, general guy. Like That's the only other time she did it, though, right? Like, she only did it that one time. And it, I, I think she did I think it, it was, one more time after that. Did she? I don't remember. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying, though. I I don't remember because it didn't matter. Like she did it again later, and it meant nothing. Like, but I think. Like, but I think that was the whole point. Was like, like she said she would never do it again, but she only did it once because it was like, it was the guy who she thought killed her mom, and like that was the only thing that that made her mad enough to want to do it again. And that whole episode was so cool because it was just like. that episode I thought took a level of darkness that like I was super impressed with when it was just like Katara and Zuko just like going out like we gotta fucking kill this guy and like they're like maybe you shouldn't do that and like no no like I'm tired of your kitty bullshit Aang like we're gonna go (laughs) kill this guy it felt very out of character to me like I I loved it I I think the episode was good I think I have a note somewhere where I was like we once again will randomly make characters just do way out their stuff for the sake of having a, like an emotional episode. Like it makes sense that Zuko would be like, yo, let's go murder this guy together. Then we'll be friends. Like that totally makes sense for him to do that. It does not make sense for her to like, after all this time to be like, 
I'm gonna go murk this dude. Like, despite the fact that like we have, I don't know. Har- I think we have harped think... on this fucking schedule all season. Yeah. Like, although I think no, because there was Zuko, so I guess this is after that. So I guess that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but, it was after. Like, but no, yeah. it was more like I. I always thought, especially the way Katara was characterized in this season. Like, I feel like that's very much in her character to like be like focused on that. Like, just, like, making something right in her eyes. I'm never gonna bloodbend again, but I will murder somebody. Yeah. I just, I don't know, like, I... One or the other, man. I don't know, I get I, where I would love the dark from, turn but... of Katara. Like, like, if we're gonna do this, let's make her, like... Like, season four, Katara's, like, the fucking main bad guy. Like, all the trauma no. and bullshit, she, like, sl- finally fucking turns. Like, maybe Aang gets a girlfriend that isn't her, and it's, like, enough to push her over the fucking edge. And then like, the way, she's turning was, people into that's that's who it is. Fuck. All right, guys, we're doing this. All right, we're writing the season. Shipping, I was always shipping Katara and Zuko, even before it became super canon. Like towards the end of the season three, like I was always like these two. <laughs> this is where all the sexual tension is, and like it finally like they started to acknowledge it towards the end of season three. Uh, that's what I love. Evil together in season four. I think guys, that that recap so episode where where like they went to the play. And, like, yeah. you know, it was just kind of a recap of everything. I think that is the most brilliant recap epi- episode of anything oh, yeah. I've ever it was seen. so good. Oh, yeah. I definitely and it was like that you down. were talking about. Like, they acknowledged that, that there was that tension between Katara and, and Zuko. And Aang is just like this Which happy little floaty fella. I was putting those fella. notes. Like, I was yeah. like putting the, all the notes that I had made, like, that, that play in the second to last yeah. episode basically just was like, yep. These yeah. are all the things that don't make sense about the plot. Yeah, and, and they like, just okay. and they acknowledged it, and they were just like, yeah, "Yeah, these are all the mistakes we made along the way," and like, we understand, but like, we're we're moving on. We're just, I I loved that episode. I did that, too. That was a really good. I I got like halfway through it, then I was like, "Oh, this is the whole episode. It's just, it's the clip show without the clips." Yeah, which mm-hmm. is super smart. That's like community level, like meta, like yeah, episode building. <laughs> and like the the episode or the part where they were like, yeah, there was this whole drill thing. It was super boring. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes. I, I kind of felt that way. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> fucking forgettable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that was one of the episodes that was like two episodes long, and it was like it really didn't need to be. Yeah, it, it was definitely like a well, we need twenty six episodes. And they're like, well, yeah. we can make this one. <laughs> yeah, we longer. we can pad this one. We can drag it out. So, right, so uh, what what have... favorite <laughs> favorite character in the end? Looking uh, back to the whole series, who is your favorite character? My fourth to last note um, is Zuko should have been the Avatar. <laughs> so that's Zuko. where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean like. I feel like Zuko is really had a great arc throughout the whole show. Yeah. He's the only, as far as I'm concerned, he's the only yeah. real character in this whole fucking show. Like everybody else is kind of a trope or a stereotype, and he's the only dude. I think it's because he's older. I think making him because he's like older than everybody else, and I feel like he's more fleshed out because of that. Like he's got a girlfriend. He like has this family legacy he has to care about. He like has a mission. He like comes to terms with his emotions. Like he's like. I'm angry all the time to the point where if I'm not angry, I can't function as a human being. And goes, that's fucked up. I should do something about that. And, like, has this whole growth. But it's still kind of a dick. Like, he doesn't lose himself. Like, he's yeah. sitting here going, no, 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 murder people. Like, for real. Like, let's go on a field trip and fucking kill this guy. It's got to be great. Like, I'm not angry. I'm going to be happy about it, though. I'm going to happily yeah. murder yeah. this guy with you. It, and, it almost like, seems yeah, like... That's, that's good. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like it almost seems like the creators liked Zuko more than anybody else because like yeah. a lot of messed up stuff happens to Aang. Like his past is just like gone. Everything he knew just disappeared like in the first episode. And like they didn't explore that as much as they explored Zuko's past, you know, with his father and just his family in general. And it was like they definitely spent a lot more time with Zuko then I feel like they did the main character in developing yeah. him. You know? I, I think I that they probably planned Zuko's turn to the good side from the very beginning. But I think it was, it, obviously, because it was so telegraphed from the very beginning. Yeah, but, I but felt I, like the first time I saw him, I was like, this guy is one of the good guys. 
Like, yeah, but know. I th- I think that like they planned it so like he gets way more focused because like they have to like slowly like yeah. make that turn. Whereas like Aang is always a good guy, and it's yeah. still a kid show, so you can't mention the whole like genocide thing all that much, uh, because like Aang survived like the Holocaust of his people. Like he's the only dude left from like his entire culture, which is just gone now. Yeah, but that's dark and heavy and fucked up for like a kid show. <laughs> so you just don't. But I don't. But I they, but they think... did kind of talk about genocide a lot. Not, like not the Fire really. Nation was I trying say to a lot. But the Fire I mean, Nation was trying to genocide like they're just everybody. The, they're the, genocide the, everybody. Everybody. Like, they're yeah. Just and like they in. like the last you know the whole like last five episodes, six episodes, whatever it was. Like they were trying to genocide the Earth Kingdom, and like they had pretty much genocided most of the water kingdoms and then yeah. like you know they basically successfully did with the air so like they talked about genocide pretty much throughout the whole show like i, I think they I commit like... a lot of genocide i don't think they really address the fact that like there's no airbenders left like the fire nation killed right. an entire quarter yeah. of I, the I known feel like, world i feel like, like that's like a way have, bigger though. deal you know what i mean oh I feel yeah like it got credit for and the same with, like, the Earthbenders. I was convinced in, like, to the, the very end there would be, though. I know. <laughs> the first thing I have, well, I put it up at the top because you talked about it so much, was secret cave full of Airbenders. Where'd they go? What happened to them, man? They never showed up. <laughs> the White Lotus, I was like, all right, here we go. And the oh, yeah. Airbenders are on this fucking island. And it just turned out to be a giant, like, lion turtle. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, never mind. No, this is not... I might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate that the White Lotus is just a bunch of old dudes who are yeah. like, yeah, no, Fire Kingdom sucks. We all know. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think it was just they were... They were um, uh, adhering to a much older tradition of like serving the avatar, right? Wasn't that like what the White Lotus essentially was? Kind of. I mean, or, yeah. Or, I think. Was it specifically anti-Fire Nation? I mean, I, by nature of their cause, I believe they are anti-Fire Nation. But I think yeah, I think course. that they say they're like we we serve an older order or some you know yeah. such. Yeah, we were we were we try to restore balance. We try to maintain balance because there were people of well, except for Airbenders. But there were people of every kingdom, every nation in the White Lotus Clan. And they were all just, like, peaceful together. Yeah. All right, so there's something I want to talk about. And it's an episode that's not particularly, like, well-known. It's kind of a filler episode. Um, and it's part of why I think Katara acts out of character in the uh, episode where she tries to murder somebody. That is the episode of The Painted Lady? Oh yeah. yeah, that is some Anne Rand shit, man. Like I was watching <laughs> yeah. that whole episode, I was like, "Geez, sorry." So like somebody read Atlas Shrugged, and then was like, "Oh shit, I've got to write an Avatar episode tomorrow," <laughs> and, <they're, laughs> and this is what they came up with. Sokka votes third party. That's all I'm saying. Like he's yeah. definitely. Like, <laughs> I know we're like we've been on this mission for like almost a whole year to like help people, but like this specific town of poor people, fuck, fuck them. They can help themselves. <laughs> yeah. And we can fucking, no, we can just true. leave. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't it, really think about it that way. But, like, that's, uh... Ahead, dude, Toph gives, like, a whole, like, lecture. Like, she's like, I don't know, you could stop being lazy and clean up your river. And it's like, thanks, Toph. You know what, thank God <laughs> this 11-year-old chick showed up to tell us to clean our river. Like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, dude, fight the people who run the factory? Oh, okay, yeah, let's just seize the means of production against, like, the largest military <laughs> power in the fucking world. Yeah, we'll get on that. Thanks, we have sticks. Fuck you. Like... Get the fuck out of here! Like, I'm, I'm sorry that like we didn't have the literal st- strongest human being on the planet to like help us out. Which, by the way, you were gonna fucking leave us. Like, literally, like you have like super powerful people who are like, dude, they should just like fight that factory fucking bums. And like, it's so it's it's a really frustrating episode to watch from the perspective of like. Avatar privilege. <laughs> no, I get it. No, that's a good point. It's like, like yeah. it's a uh, fuck is wrong with you people. And it's weirdly antithetical to like what it seems to be like the the, the overarching theme of the rest of the show. And yeah. it took them like ten <laughs> minutes. It took them no time at all to fuck up that factory. Yeah, like they bitch for days about like the food sucks. We can't get any supplies. These people are lazy local pieces of shit. And then finally, Katara is like, I'm just, I'll just go do it. <laughs> it's gonna take like five minutes like, they go they fuck up the factory air nation fucks off the yeah. river's clean everybody's happy and it's like yeah. y'all could have done this from the beginning like you, is this a shitty side quest that we could have knocked out in 10 minutes like what are yeah. we doing here and like so- like you're you're talking about like Sokka 
for some reason was totally against it and like that was the only episode he was like super concerned about like sticking to the schedule dude Sokka's like low-key alt-right like he's just fucking he's sitting on 4chan <laughs> fucking talking Sokka. about Sokka overall I still think is a super lazily written character because like I think to your point uh Knight like that he's always just kind of like whatever you if you have someone who ha- is going to have this position Sokka is going to be the person who's there to have the other position yeah he just and he's is, always just kind of like the antagonist within the friend group you know yeah he just he he's always whatever the writers need him to be for that episode right. yeah. no, he, he he's the like convenient savant it's like oh we need somebody who can fight all right well turns out Sokka is super good at fighting oh we, we need somebody <laughs> who can mastermind this like battle plan turns out Sokka is a, a fucking genius when it comes to that yeah. shit oh we need somebody who yeah. can make maps Sokka really good at making maps oh by the way <laughs> we asked him to paint a map in an episode and he fucking sucks at it because it's funnier that way so we're just gonna remove that entirely from his character like <laughs> we establish all of this in season two and it's gone for for a bit so yeah. but, but he's a master yeah. sword fighter now so it's fine like he just traded right. he yeah. re-skilled like he like took all of his skill tree <laughs> points out and dumped him yeah. into fighting because he didn't need maps anymore <laughs> like that shit just it, it didn't it, Sokka never panned out for me that well like he was like he was probably my favorite character in season two in season three I was like why are you fucking here yeah and maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he does so much stuff. Is because the writers were just like, "Why? Yeah. We can't get rid. We can't. We can't. We can't kill him. It's a kid show. He's got to stay. Yeah. We can't send him off somewhere because he's part of the core group. So fuck it. He's just gonna learn. He's just gonna put one level into every side class he can. Like he's just gonna be <laughs> kind of good at a bunch of stuff until he needs to be good at it. Then he's gonna suck at it. Like that's that's how this works. Yeah. Although I will say, I think the uh, the two or three episode arc um like of him going to the prison to try to save his dad yeah with zuko like that was that was some of my favorite stuff in probably the whole show i loved that prison arc yeah that was good i like that too just because it uh it was really cool to see And, and and again it was like zuko still ended up being like the most interesting part of those episodes right is with like was, with May and it was like May's uncle who owned or uh-huh. who was the warden and everything is like he still ended up being the most interesting part of it but yeah the yeah. but even yeah with fleshing out like uh Sokka and his dad and their relationship that was that was interesting too So K9 who is your favorite character My favorite character I think if okay for the first two seasons it was General Iroh and I, he might still be my favorite, but they you definitely don't get to like pick General Iroh. Why? Because he's a, he's like the most merriest Mary Sue to ever Mary Sue. Like, and what's, he's just, and what's wrong with liking that? Come on, like, <laughs> what? I like him. I know, like, I, yeah, kinda, like, I, I get that, but like, I don't. It, it, it feels like cheating to pick the guy who is designed to be awesome at everything. Like, I feel but, like he's like, kind of the, uh, the like. Uh, the master trope, you know, he's the yeah, he is. sensei, like, and that, I think he fills that role really well. I think he does a good job. Um, the like the only thing is, I they didn't he wasn't in season three much. He wasn't in season three, yeah. So he like, kind of they I think maybe could have done more with him, especially with how well the other characters were written in season three and like they all the interesting his things breakout. they do. With I them. think by I was season super th- shitty three, show his prison breakout. I think by season three, he was almost, like, elevated to this, like, this, uh, kind of legendary level, though. Yeah. Like, he was, like, he, it was almost more meaningful that we didn't see a lot of him, because, like, it was just, whenever you would think you're about to see General Iroh, it's like, the one-man army broke out of here, and it's just, yeah. like, carnage in his wake. Yeah. And, and like, and there was... And thinking, like, whoa, where is he? And, but there were still, like, ripples of his influence you know, right. throughout the story and obviously a lot in Zuko, but uh, yeah, I guess you're right. He didn't tension. need to be in it. Huh? The, the, the super interesting tension it created and like ex- wanting to see him and being like, you know, he's coming back. You yeah. know, he's going to swing back in here at some point yeah. and like turn the table some way. But like so much stuff happened and he just was nowhere. And you're just thinking like, okay, well, well where's Iroh? Yeah. Like this isn't over yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. They should have shown him break out. 
I wanted that scene. Yeah. I wanted that scene really bad. You built it up a lot, and then all I got was an empty cage. And I was like, come on. It's like the animation budget, like, ran out at the end of the season, and they're like, we can't do it. Like, we can't show this badass, like... Yeah. It would have been so cool. Although, I guess, also, because you can't show him kill anybody, and you know he killed a bunch of people. Like... He he pulled that like school shooter shit. Where he was like, "Hey, don't don't come in tomorrow." Don't, yeah, don't come don't, in. Yeah, don't don't be here. Or, I don't want to have yeah. to murder you later. <laughs> you, you, go home right now. Go <laughs> home right now. You're not you feeling sick. well. Go Get home. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. I don't know. I liked that though. Like that's really all we saw of him, and then he's just this like this shadow for like the whole season until he comes back and he's got like the answer to everything. It it worked for me in the like scope of his character. It would have been cool to have more of him, though. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. And I do wonder how much of that was pre-planned and how much of that was the the voice actor died and they just didn't feel like they wanted him in it as much. Oh, shit. I forgot. Shit, yeah. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Fine, never mind. Yeah, you're right. That's 100% what happened. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't realize that. I you No, know, because, yeah, it's at the, end of that, it's at the end of that season two Fuck, episode. you're right. Fuck. All right. Yeah. No, now I'm a dick. Cut all that out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's definitely in. why. Yeah. But it worked out because I think it had a really like they, I then I compliment them for writing him kind of out of that season so elegantly. Yeah. Yeah. And then bringing the character back because obviously you had to. Yeah. But yeah. like. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you have to have like the full strength, Iroh like White Lotus, going yeah. ham on everybody. So yeah. So, uh, yeah, all right. So who's your favorite character, Fletcher? Okay, so season three, it, it, I, I didn't like anybody season one, and I, and I kind of started to like Toph in season two. But mm-hmm. season three, like, I don't know what episode it was, but I got so hard on the Azula train. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking love Azula. She's, like, probably my favorite part of the show. Yeah. doesn't surprise me you have a hard-on for her. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's just kind of a badass, and she just like loses her shit completely. Oh yeah, at the end. The, and like yeah. I love, I love it, those it, characters. It checks out as somebody who's known you as long as I have. This all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, like that breakdown, like in her last couple episodes, she just becomes like a totally different character, and that's really fun to watch. Like that evolution into just pure madness, and thinking yeah. like, oh, this is the worst case scenario for like the future of civilization is, like, this madman, like, just burning everything down while, like, leaving actual power in the hands of this crazy, crazy girl. Yeah. Yeah, th- this lunatic 19-year-old or whatever she is. Like... Yeah, but you feel, but at the same time, you feel bad for her because you just, like, that whole season, I feel like you spend enough time, like, I think one of my favorite episodes, and it was a really silly episode, but it was like when they all like crashed that beach party. I hated yeah. that episode. See, I, I liked it too. I fucking loved that episode. I yeah. hated that episode. But continue. Sorry. I just felt like the way it humanized, like, and really distinguished, like, that group with like Zuko and May and uh, Zula and the other the the, the, other the, girl. the circus chick. Yeah, yeah, the circus chick. Um. It created, for me, a secondary, like, group of kind of protagonists that I almost care about more than the main party. See, I felt oppositely. I know that, like, really? what, you're ta- what you're talking about is what that episode was meant to do. It's supposed to sort of, like, kind of, like, more humanize these, like, characters yeah. that have been bad guys for so long. But, like, all it did for me was let me know that I was right. They all suck. Like, when really? introduced to other characters that don't know that they're all royalty, they're all like, yeah. y'all are fucking weird and nobody wants you around. I was like, you know, you're right, rest of the party. These people are weird and we shouldn't want them around. Yes. Like, Zuko's a dick. Mai is boring. Azula is a fucking cartoon. Like, I literally have, like, we can talk about this <laughs> if we want to talk about, like, the season finale. Azula is, like, a fucking, like, jet fucking engine or some bullshit. Like, uh, you know, she's a fucking cartoon. The only likable person out of that group is Circus Chick. We don't even remember her name. And she's only the most likable because she's, like, the least egregiously annoying. Like, she's just sort of sprightly fucking around. And, like, that's better than, like, being a monster, but, like, in the most annoyingly cartoonish way. Like, Azula could have been so cool. This, like... Oh, I think Azula was so cool. I think I, like, I love those, um, 
those kind of breakdown arcs, though. I like to see a character just, like, kind of unravel but psychologically. I, to and, me, it felt like they jumped it too soon. Because I feel like in Season 2, Azula is, like, this, like, calculating, like, I knew you were going to attack, I planned all this shit. And then I feel like they just, like, give up on all of that to just, like, oh, no, she's just a monster who, like, hurts people and thinks it's funny. And then she, like, just goes full-blown evil. <laughs> And I just I I don't, I don't think she's evil. I just think she's severely like mentally unwell. Like just and because of her upbringing that's, that's, and yeah, like who I her think father that's is. what season 3 did really well. I don't know. I I I found it really difficult to like even care when Azula and I think I said this in a pre, like one of our other avatar episodes which is the firebenders are no are, aren't scary because they consistently lose all the time. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, even when they win, they lose. It's like, oh, we got the Avatar, but not really. He escaped and is still alive, and he's coming back. Like, it just really feels like I don't care about Azula because I know she is just going to rage super hard, but then also, like, I don't know. Like, but I just... that's, but that's, a, that's a problem with, like, the general writing of the show and the general, like, parameters they have to operate in. Because, like, it's like it's a kid's show. Like, obviously, the bad guy's not going to win. They're not going to kill anybody. They don't have to kill like, anybody. You could capture somebody. Like, we could... Yeah, and they uh, did. Uh, they uh, captured... They captured, uh... Who'd they capture? What's your Iro. name? Iro. Oh, Iro. Okay. Fuck, I remember how that happens now. Basically, Azula it was did it, didn't she? At the end of season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they captured him. And, like, they captured... Like the the episode they took, when they took over every, that whole kingdom too. Yeah, I mean, towards the end, the Fire Nation just about <laughs> captured I, the whole I guess, world. Yeah, like, we, they were we, pretty. We, we the Empire Strikes Back when she two. took over. Yeah, yeah, and then but like specifically, there was like the episode well, actually with the Eclipse when you know they went and attacked the Fire Nation and, and the, the Fire, Fire King wasn't them. actually there and they outsmarted them and they ended up leaving like most of the group there. At, like as POWs, the, the just so that Nation Avatar could get get out. Damn near everyone, to be yeah. honest. Like except for like that core group of people that were in the Air Temple at the end. Yeah. Like I, I did think they, it was interesting that we didn't think the Fire Nation wouldn't know about the Eclipse. And, and the other thing, okay, so I thought <laughs> about this. So the the sun is the source of fire, sure. but mm-hmm. the Fire Nation has fire everywhere. So even when the sun is blocked, can't they just draw upon, like, some of their no, residual it, fire? No, because it's like, okay, well, it's like, the sun is still there, it's just it's blocked by the moon, but we have to right. sort of ignore science for a second, because whatever. It's, but, like, like they lose the just power the, is, to fire the It's not like they, there's no more fire, block. it's like, literally can't do it. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what it seems like. It's, a, it's like it's, yeah, despite the fact that the sun's like way bigger than the moon, you just can't see it because of optics. But like, we don't yeah. have to worry about astronomy right now. But like, yeah, yeah. they literally can't fire bend for that like eight minutes or whatever. But it's like a mystical block created by the eclipse. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like disruption from the sun, which is the yeah. way they like because like the moon sound. powers the water benders, so like we can sort of do a the moon spirits in the way of the sun spirit or whatever thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's nuts to me that they were like, "We're gonna attack during the eclipse." They can't fire bend, and I'm like, "I'm sure the Fire Nation fucking knows. I'm sure they know. I'm positive they know because they have to." <laughs> like, yeah, right. Hey, there's eight but minutes every like still, how many years like, where we're like we we don't have powers. People probably want to come after us at that point. Maybe we should plan for that. You know what I mean? Like, but still, like that is their strongest defense and offense is their firebending like it, you almost have to take advantage of it even if they are prepared like y- you kind of got to at least try yeah. i guess but I, I also we know good, they knew because the dude burnt all the stuff at the library like he found out about the thing and then like torched all the stuff so like the idea being nobody else would find out about it like they tried to erase but just because an enemy is aware of its weakness doesn't mean you shouldn't still try to exploit it i guess yeah. it just felt very like they were like, they knew, and I'm like, of course they fucking knew. Yeah. Well, they, I think it was that they knew the invasion was coming. Of course. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like if I am a, a fascist tyrant and I am trying to take over the entire world, yeah. I'm probably pretty aware that people are not happy about it. And if they yeah. were to ever attack me directly, there's eight minutes every however many years, 
that's a really good time to do so. <laughs> you need to be really safe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is kind of common fucking sense. I, just, I really mean like... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I would have laughed super hard. What they should have done, and this is like, you know, you never would have thought to do this, but like, what they should have done is when they do invade, is if the firebenders never use firebending even before the eclipse. Like, they like just plan to have like trebuchets and like other like not firebending things. Specifically, because they were and, like, well, we, we, we know what's up. Like, we know that we're not going to be able to do this. So we, we have other defenses. Yeah, and they did. I mean, like, they and still they have crossbows tanks and, and stuff. stuff. And, uh, and, like, it's not like fire doesn't exist. They just can't fire bend. Like, like if you're saying they use trebuchets, you know, and cover the rocks and oil and light them on fire, like, you can still do that. <laughs> imagine, imagine for me this alternate timeline wherein in this episode... The eclipse happens, and they're like, "Oh, we can't firebend." And then they all pull out flamethrowers. They're just, <laughs> they're, just like, they're just ready. Fuck you! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" And, and like, literally, like some random foot soldier is like, "Of course, yeah, we learned. We have schools. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, we know what eclipses are. Like, yeah." This is standard we're, shit. We're the most sophisticated and like probably educated people in the world. Yeah, like, which we established in another yeah. episode, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So why would we not be the most aware of like what our potential problems are? You got you had to fly into some mystical castle to learn this shit. We just this is yeah, yeah. we learned this in second grade. Yeah. <laughs> My kid's got a little lamp that, that shows the stars on his ceiling. He already cover. knows. <laughs> um. One thing, I, okay, so the there was the whole heritage episode for Zuko, where you go back to like his oh, two yeah. great grandfathers, and like it, it's revealed at the end that like well, obviously he's descended from the fire, the fire nation king, but then yeah. he's also descended from the Avatar. Yeah, like I actually, I didn't, I didn't like that because like. That sort of like created this uh, this idea that like the, the that good and evil in this world are like somehow like genetic. Okay, and it kind of yeah. and it kind of undermines like I think what Zuko really represents is that like the Fire Nation aren't just evil; it's just that like there are bad people in charge of it. I'm gonna go back to my Anne Rand point. Uh, yeah. there's some pop- problematic ideas uh, written into Avatar here and there and like this yeah. whole like the idea of like eugenics and like if you're related to a bad guy you like will become a bad guy is like kind of everywhere like especially yeah. this episode I also I like this episode until, I just thought it was a cool until episode Zuko, but, like, they, until with Zuko they were kind of subverting that a little bit though Right? Like, that's the whole no, point but of, they like, weren't subverting it. They is. had to make a whole episode to exactly. be like, no, he's related to also a good guy, so he gets to be a good guy later. And that's my problem with it. It's like, you've kind of ruined this character, because now we've just rationalized that, like, oh, it's his blood from the Avatar that allows him to be better than these Fire Nation mongrels. Yeah, although... And it's just like, I, I do think part of that was because, like, he felt like he had this, like, thing owed to his family. Like, we're the Fire Lord people. I have to... Take over for my father's makes legacy. Him less interesting. I know, but like still Iroh, makes him less I, interesting if now he's justifying standing up to his father because he knows he's got Avatar blood. Like, no matter how you you cut it, like the, I think this episode makes him a weaker character. Yeah, I mean, I don't totally disagree with that. I I said I like the episode. I thought I'm thinking about the episode. I'm like, I don't know how much. Like, it's not a bad. It episode. was a good. It was a good episode, it's... but it just left me with that kind of like at the end thinking like, oh, I don't really like the implication of like what what we take from this. But like, I remember I... really enjoying it and being so sucked into that one, and that's part of why at the end of it I had like such a strong feeling about it. I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, I like I totally agree with you now. Yeah, like it would have been better if he was just like you know evil but he overcame it but you know he wasn't really evil because yeah because fire no one is just evil. pure evil yeah yeah it's just the fire lord is is kind of evil and yeah. Yeah. there seems to be a streak of, of I, bad I, people in that bloodline but that's historically accurate that shit happens yeah yeah like, I, I was happy that we had an episode that explained where the fire nation like started to be shitty 
Mm-hmm. Like I really wanted yeah. like like I really wanted an episode that was going to be like all right, this is the guy who kicked all this off. And that's kind of what we got. And they did it, and I appreciate the way they did it, where he was like, uh, I think that we're going to like be super powerful for like a day, and if we take advantage of that, we'll take over like half the world. And for people to be like, that's not a good thing. And he's like, no, no, no. Trust me. People want to be taken over by me. Just believe me. Yeah. And be, yeah. like the after being like, fuck I know no. what's right. I know what's best. Yeah. Which like sounds crazy, but also like it's kind of how it happens. You know what I mean? Like where yeah. somebody's like, no, no, yeah. no, no, I'm the benevolent dictator. <laughs> believe me. Yeah. Look, at how, way, look maybe, at how well everything is going under me. Wouldn't everybody want this? And in a way, maybe had he taken over the world, maybe he could have been. But the problem with that shit is he doesn't – no, he dies taking over the world, and his son inherits that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, is your son benevolent? Is your son trying to take care of everyone? Or does your son have this idea that, like, he's the anointed king? Like, and then his son even further. And then all of a sudden, that's where we are set in present time. Yeah, well. I think benevolent dictators could exist. I don't think so. <laughs> For the record, I don't think anybody should be. A I dictator think there could be unless I unless it's me. If I'm the dictator, I'm pro dictator. No, not me. I would be a terrible dictator. <laughs> no, I'd no, forget no. to do shit. <laughs> That's the best part of being a dictator. You don't have to do anything. You're in charge of everything. No, no, no. You just get to have dictator would handle shit. They'd handle shit on the highest level, and they would delegate appropriately. <laughs> The best dictator is a dictator who literally doesn't do anything. They're just like, no, They're no, 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 I can't a well-represented council. It's like idiocracy. <laughs> where like, they found the smartest man they could find, and they were like, you have to fix all this shit. We're fucked. <laughs> president Camacho is best president. <laughs> okay, so we have not talked about... Um, I know we uh, asked about favorite characters, and uh, this guy's a, a close second for me. Uh, vagina Forehead Man is uh, the gr- my first note for this season is literally forehead symbol on mercenary guy is not safe for work <laughs> yeah, as soon as i saw that i was like that guy has an exploding vagina on his head and we're not gonna all call right, attention to it cause i it's gotta a look show. at it again <laughs> it's well, they called it they just call him combustion man right <laughs> yeah, they call combustion him combustion, combustion man. man they had like a bunch of different names for him i think they settled on yeah, it was yeah. Like exploding boom boom man and all acted like that was yeah. such a great name and i was just like it's still not a great name like a bunch of little like you know like you have to remember the age group like if you're 13 like the fact that you knew yeah. the word combustion i guess yeah, 13 probably the word combustion but like yeah it's the best you can do none of these people have ever been to school you know what I mean? Like, I applaud the vocabulary. Which makes it weird that Aang still has the kind of social anxieties that raising up, growing up in a school system would create. He's well, he grew up a month dreaming about like, going like to, He's dreaming about showing up naked. It's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't dream about going to fucking... You wouldn't dream about not being ready for a math test. You've never had a fucking math test. Why are you? Why are you dreaming about that you don't, shit? Yeah, you he don't know what he did monk, in monk though, school. So like, he kind of grew up in a school for like eleven years before he froze over. I guess. Yeah. So you think he like took math tests? I yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure they did. I, like I, they had classrooms. Yeah, to an extent. Like, I mean, like he has. I guess I shouldn't say they've never been to school. They've just only ever been to like martial arts school. Like they all learn oh. how to fight all the time. Like that's like it's all possible. they do. I guess it was like an, a giant abacus. So they like took the. They went through the trouble of at least, like... See, I know that they're playing on, like, the trope of, like, showing, like, a dream about going to school naked. Uh, I just thought it was, like, what's the scariest thing to, like, the Avatar? And it's, like, having to do math. Because all he does is learn how to, like, fight. So, like, for somebody to be, like, you gotta be smart for him to be like, ah, shit, I don't... I I can throw fire? Can I throw fire? (laughs) (laughs) I can't add, but I can, like, make earthquakes. Is that cool? Is that close enough? But what were you, you were, I, I think I derailed you from what you were talking about. I just, about. this was, uh, fucking mercenary guy. Yeah, yeah, the mercenary Why? guy. Why? I, I thought he was kind of fun. I mean, he's. Like, the episodes he was in, like, felt like an actual, like, shonen type, like, I, oh, this is this, like, recurring, just badass that we're going to have to take on at some point. This, like, weird Terminator who, like, just shows yeah. up and blows shit up. But I was just like, he shows up out of nowhere. I, he doesn't seem like he belongs in the yeah. show. No, well, no, no, he, he does. Like they he does. Him off of some other. And the reason he exists <laughs> is so that they can justify why nobody knows what the Avatar is doing. Because the group is in the Fire Nation, and like literally, 
everybody should just go, oh shit, that's the Avatar, and then like yeah. everybody should know. He, so we had we had to hire a guy who Zuko was like, no one could know he's here, and then like he just keeps intercepting messages so that like people can't find out. Like that's the only reason he's there. Yeah. Like he's a plot device. Right. Well, I also feel like everything else in this show, especially in season three, he was put there for Zuko's development. <laughs> Because in the end, he's the one who's who ends up like, no, you need to stop now. Like, I know oh, I hired yeah. you, but you have to stop. And and, may, and I feel like that was just like another way of showing that. And really, really, I think because he he was really the main reason why they ended up trusting him. Yeah, because because that was the him. episode. Yeah, that was the episode where they they all were like, no, like Zuko was trying to join the gang, and everybody's like, no, you of course not. You're that's ridiculous. And then Boom Boom Man came, and he ended up fighting him, and they're like, okay, we, we can see where you're coming from now. Like, you are actually trying to help us. So, again, it was just Zuko development, because <laughs> everybody, the, the writers clearly liked Zuko. They put, and yeah, were more no, interested in writing him. Thought, maybe if anybody's the Mary Sue, it's Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... I don't know, I mean, like, well, Zuko fails a lot. I mean... No, he does. Yeah. But I think he's, uh, I think he's clearly designed to be the, the, the character that the show's about, right? And Aang yeah. is kind of a stand-in for, because you need, like, a, a, a very simple hero. Yeah. I think the show's supposed to be about Aang. I think that Zuko is just a far more interesting character. Yeah. No, I think that's... I mean, Aang is I mean, the literal Mary Sue. Cool. Like, he's just, like, a, he's the Avatar. He's supposed to be super powerful and good at everything. That's his function in life but be- i feel like so much of the show focuses on his weaknesses though and it does i'm not saying that like they really like mary sue him but i mean like by definition yeah. the guy who is to be good at everything is like what you're told he is episode one you know what i mean but even then yeah. uh we were a decent chiropractor away um from not having season three all we needed was somebody to punch ang in the back and uh, he would have just been full-blown <laughs> Avatar State, and we wouldn't have had to invade twice. We would have True. would have been fine. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing, by the way. I watched the <laughs> season finale of this, and I was like, "This is cool. I like that. Like, he doesn't get to go full Avatar. He has to like really win when he can't just like go yeah, God mode. Yeah. Then he bumps into a rock, and he was like, <laughs> and then it just goes nuts. Yeah. And I'm like, this is some bullshit." <laughs> like, yeah, that, that that him getting hit in the back was enough to open up all of his chakras and make everything all flow you need, so he could man. go Avatar again. This is a, this is chiropractor propaganda, isn't it? My 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 final note for season three is literally just the word chiropractic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, be fucking kidding me! Like, so dumb. Give, give me with all the mystical bullshit and like everybody's got superpowers. The thing that allows him to go full Avatar mode is being shoved into a rock, and then he's just like, "Got it." Well, and also the the lion turtle, yeah, which which should have just been an island of Airbenders. I'm still I'm still going. (laughs) He should have just fucking discovered his people. That that would have made more sense than just (laughs) this new character. Just that it was totally just like a Deus Ex Machina thing. It was like we need somehow for him to unlock his chakras and like be able to do the avatar shit and like you know giant island that is actually a lion turtle that touches him in the head and heart and he can just do it now so yeah floating island full of avatar it's full of full of airbenders ang joins them after the fight because like those are his people and he has to abandon katara and zuko katara becomes evil because she's bitter about ang leaving and then becomes the fucking main bad guy of season four Come on! <laughs> so no, good. I like Katara, <laughs> but you would like her. No, your I favorite think... character is like the, the crazy evil person. It's like a mental breakdown. We could just do it again <laughs> yeah, with Katara. It works for her because it works for her. It's part it of her. It, it, it's it's consistent with her plot. No, you can't just fucking Game of Thrones this shit. I and, will and Game just... of Thrones all of this shit. We'll burn down <laughs> King's Landing every fucking episode if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> You realize Game of Thrones sucked at the end, right? You remember that? <laughs> it Did only sucked because there was so much political injury at the front. If we started at season six, nobody would have known any better. 
We would have fucking loved it. (laughs) We would have loved every fucking second of it. (laughs) So, you know, the big finale was was uh, Aang like taking away the Fire Lord's ability to bend. Which, sure, that's I mean that's a huge blow to him. But I still feel like the Fire Lord. He's the greatest king now. By the the Phoenix King, yeah. His greatest, he didn't rise from anything. He was already in charge. Yeah. But he's the fucking Phoenix he's King. He's the Phoenix King now. And like I feel like his greatest asset wasn't just his firebending. It was his smarts and his cunning and his evil <laughs> We We didn't genius. take away his power to be the king of the largest right. nation on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but they were just like, nah, take away his firebending. That's good enough. That's all we need. He has the command of uh, armies upon armies of other firebenders, yeah. but he can't firebend. Because, I mean, we didn't even see him for, like, you know, five-sixths of the show. Like, he wasn't in most of it. You didn't even see his yeah. face till like, towards the end of season two, I think. Yeah. And But he was I still... maybe t- not even until season three. Maybe. Or, I, I, I think... I mean, I guess, sure. like, Zuko becomes the Fire Lord. Yeah. Like, this so whole thing is just, like, like it's a whole big military coup. I guess, yeah. Yeah. But Season I could four still... really should be Katara turns evil, but then, like, also the, like, fire loyalists to the Fire Lord that are trying to, like, take over. Civil War and the yeah. Fire, fire Yeah, kingdom. dude. That'd have been, yeah. that'd been good. I'd watch that. But, yeah. That's what turns for evil. There, there's a Civil War, and Zuko dies because of it, and Katara is like, I've lost two loves in the same like couple of years and just like can't be consoled and then like she turns evil and then, then the fire sorry the water nation becomes like the new fire nation. Fuck yeah, I love Yeah, it. dude. <laughs> Do you know I don't like I haven't looked up it at all, but like is the live action remake is is that what it is? Just like a live action remake or is it like a new story or I think it's a little it's, bit of I think both. it's supposed to generally be a retelling. Just a retelling. I, I'm sure they're, they're going like to change things, obviously, out, but... So, who knows? Huh? The main writer's out. Oh, okay. Like, the original I writer think, isn't in I it think anymore. I think it's... Uh, it's I think the project is currently a little bit dead in the water. But, oh, yeah. like, the, it is something I know Netflix planned to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, I don't know. if if Maybe if it does well enough, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't like this, but maybe they could keep going. Like... Do another season. Well, this is available on Spotify, and um, if anybody's looking for a consultant for season four, you found uh, it. I've got some really solid plot lines. <laughs> um, I will go ahead I'm and send saying. this directly to Netflix, so they can. Yeah, you got, they, you got they those can, connections. Yeah. Oh yeah, those sure. Those T connections go deep. <laughs> it's like Netflix at Netflix.com or some shit. I don't know. I'll I'll find the web the the, the email address and send it directly to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's just Mr. Big CEO at Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I know we already talked about the episode, but I just saw this note. And I thought it was funny. Uh, even the Avatar gang thinks season one sucked. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Like they all watched season one and they were like, "This is bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. Why did we do all these things? And, uh, like, don't they say something like it'll get more interesting from here, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to say there was a line in there, something like that. Yeah. Just everything about that episode was so good, and a lot yeah. of it. I wonder how much was budget, because it definitely seemed like, especially that last episode, which was oh, like yeah. the last. I forget it's five or six episodes of the show. Was like it was kind of like a movie. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Seemed to have like whatever budget they wanted because one thing i noticed that animation <laughs> department went into overdrive oh, yeah. the, some of those last fight scenes yeah, yeah. and the music was so much better <laughs> that yes. is my still i think my biggest complaint about the show overall was the music was yeah. just so terrible meh throughout the it show was so forgettable but the last episode they they got a, a full orchestra in there like they got some proper music writers like it was the music was so much better in that last episode and and but like I don't know if like season one maybe just didn't have the budget to hire more I'm writers sure or more. I'm just I, I'm just sure Nickelodeon know. had no idea like what this was gonna be. Right. Yeah. And then they thought they're just like, okay, this seems kind of cool and goofy. Yeah. Let's just try it. And I'm sure and it was like kind of a risk. Yeah, and you could tell like the animation was it, they didn't have the budget, and they were just like, I'm sure they pitched the show was like, we can do this real cheap. You know, because I'm sure that that yeah. sells to any network. So, 
yeah. And, no, and then it did it. end up doing really well. And, you know, and you see that in a lot of shows. They start out cheap yeah. and then they get a budget as the show does better. Well, so. and I mean, I don't know. I, there might have been a budget thing. I also think that somebody had, because I think that, I know there was a season four planned that never happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it was one of those, like, they kind of, like, they were, like, this is, like, really, like, the arc. So, so like, they had to have been, like, okay, we have to, like, remind, because, like, it's a kid show. We have, we have to remind all of these people of what has happened. Because you haven't seen season one in, like, a year or something at this point, right? Like, because yeah. you're, you're, you're watching this in real time. So, it's, like, well, it we need to recap episode. over three years. Yeah, clip episodes suck. Like, we really don't want to do, like, the, hey, you remember that one time where uh, <laughs> we had to get a bunch of poor people across the Grand Canyon? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Then, like, we flash back. Yeah. Like, I think it was I think it was just somebody being clever. And then also, like, they do this a couple of times throughout the series where they're, like, people know who the Avatar gang is or are. Um, and, like, they make shows, like, Avatar Day, which is, you know people act out yeah. avatar stuff like, like it's sort of yeah. you know there's this lore behind it but that doesn't really have anything to do with what their budget was at the beginning versus like i like i uh i think i i like obviously the way they they handled it and they looked back at the like their earlier stuff but it does definitely seem like there was like a whole it was like a whole different show from season one to season three yeah like i it seems like there was a whole different like direction of like what they thought they could do with it and there was a whole different level of like investment from probably nickelodeon saying like yeah do whatever you want like what do we need to give you to like make this really cool yeah and you can tell that's there in season three and it doesn't seem like it's there in season one yeah at all yeah and part of it i wonder is how much after watching season one made season three seem that much better because going into it i had such low expectations after season one and like i don't yeah. I, I don't want to say i didn't enjoy season one but you can it okay. was it, season one's not good. it's not it's not that one. good you know it's it's just not i mean <laughs> so i was right before this i was re-listening to our season one episode and we yeah. literally spent half the show talking about Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing and like okay, other anime shows. just because All like better we, shows. we didn't know what <laughs> to Ball talk Z. about with season one of Avatars. Like it looks cool. Characters are interesting, but that was like, that was it. Hey, if, if, if we want to do this for, for Gundam Wing, I would are we, be are we still planning on doing Wing. that? I, uh, uh, I was going to suggest it, but like I did a rewatch like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a similar thing where like a lot of Gundam Wing is really fucking bad. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Of I, it's really that's bad. The, I did the same thing. I didn't get all the way through it though be, for that reason. It's so I, long. I just, it's so much. I was really disappointed with like I was like this Dude, isn't what I so thought much. it was, what I remember it being. But I would tr- I'd be down to try it. I'd be down to try to do a Gundam Wing. If if watch. they pull a Sailor Moon and they like redo it and like re-release it, we should do it. But I'm not. I don't know, we're like way off topic now, but yeah. like, yeah. But but on um um uh Dragon Ball Z though too. Did anybody else the final like battle with like Aang and the Fire King like flying through those pillars? Did you not get these like Goku Frieza frost flashbacks from that shit? Like just visually, I felt like that was like the end of Planet Namek type of like battle. Yeah, I mean, I did. I like chasing beams through rocky shit. Yeah, I, I did not super. I know I'm in the minority on this, like probably not just on this podcast, but globally. I I didn't really give a shit about that final fight. Like I, like when he when he got hit by a rock and then goes full Avatar yeah. state and he like surrounds himself in like a ball of stuff and like chases the guy around. Like yeah, like you're right. It was very Dragon Ball Z. The difference is in Dragon Ball Z, everybody does that all the time, and like this is supposed to be like the final battle. And in Dragon Ball Z, that Super Saiyan felt earned by the plot. Like, when Goku went Super Saiyan, it was... Yeah, like, if Goku bumped into a rock and became a Super Saiyan, you would kind of be like, okay. Yeah. Um, Are we still planning on watching the movie, like, the live-action bad movie and doing commentary? (laughs) 
Oh, oh, wait, hold on. If, if we're going to like watch it together and do commentary. Yeah, I'm that's down. that's that's what I'm thinking. We all sit together. Okay, so like we were talking about this in the first episode. We're going to sit down, watch it together, drink a whole lot, and then we'll just like like do a commentary of us watching it like, and then people can watch it. I've got a pro- I don't want to get I've, DMCA. I've got a projector. Like let's let's set that shit up. Like let's do like a full ass like movie theater gig. And we'll we'll see. yeah let's set up some mics and let's just fucking do it. Okay, I'd be down for that. It's gonna be so bad. Yeah, let's do it. This movie is like it's so it's not even like the script sucks. It's just everything about it is bad. It's like That's what it's heard. super dark. Yeah. Like yeah. like not like thematically dark. Literally, there's not enough yeah. lights on set. There's not enough. Like light. it's yeah. so bad. Yeah, and we all the characters' names are pronounced wrong. So I'm looking forward to how bad it is. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're all yeah, down. Let's we're do it. All, all right, I'm down. All right, uh, moon ranking. Uh, overall, uh, what do you guys think? What's your moon ranking? Uh, overall, 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 season three. I'm, we didn't do a moon ranking for season one and two, so I'm just gonna go overall. Half moon, new moon, full moon. Um, I think whole season, whole like sorry, whole series. I'll go half. I think it's worth muddling through to get to season three. But also, if somebody was like, I tried to watch season one and couldn't do it, I'd be like, nah, I get it. Yeah. You should just watch season three. You don't need to watch season... You, you, there's a whole episode that fills you in on the first two seasons. Yeah. Like, you can you can just skip that shit. Just, just watch season three and, like, be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Season three, full moon. Of, everybody, watch, everybody just watch same. season three. I, I agree. I, I would say the same thing that uh, George just said. Um, half moon overall because half of it was shit and the other half of it's really good. So full moon for season three, um, probably maybe a half moon for season two and a no moon for season one, but, um, half moon overall. I mean, I, I 100% agree. I can't say anything (laughs) different than you guys just said. So yeah, half moon for me overall. There's no uh, avatar season one truthers (laughs) out there. They're like, no, 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 it's (laughs) really good. You just don't get it. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there fucking are. You have to like, watch but, the whole thing to be able to appreciate season one. Uh, if, if, when if you, you go don't. back, when you no, go you back don't. to season one, you'll realize these were the best episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some people I work with who are like hardcore Avatar Avatar fans. Like they're a bit younger than I am, so like they watched it when yeah. it was on, and they're even like, "Yeah, no, we agree. Yeah, it's it's you you kind of got to get through season one." So. Yeah, that, that, I'm getting the general vibes of that from pretty much everybody. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I powered through season one and two. Yeah. So I could have enjoyed season three because I did enjoy season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's worth it for anybody who's on the edge. But just don't expect much. It's not brilliant. Yeah. It's just like it's a fun show to watch. Yeah. You could legitimately like take all three seasons. And like edit them into like three hour and a half long movies. Yeah, that would probably be that would probably be what you need. Yeah, this whole thing could be like five hours. Yeah, probably. Uh, I've said everything I need to say. You guys got anything else you want to add? I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Uh, so we still plan on doing Undertale next. Oh, how much? Yeah. How much have you guys gotten through it? I know you've already played it all the way through, Jorgs. Uh, how far yeah, are you? I've played it a couple times. Yeah, I've I've barely touched it. Okay. I I finished uh, I finished God of War and then I oh, yeah. started playing near, but I have but okay. I haven't gone back to Undertale. I'll jump back into it soon though. It, That'll be my next thing. Okay. I mean, you can. I'm a firm believer that you should play through it three times and get all the endings on your own because like it affects the game each time you do it. But, like, you can beat it once in, like, six hours. Okay. Like, if cool. you... Because, like, you don't you don't need to fuck around. Like, there's not a bunch of side content. It gives you the side yeah. content as you play it. So, like, you can just sort of go. And you can get through pretty quick. Okay. Cool. But I'm also... Yeah. I, I never want to tell anybody to rush through anything. 
Well, it's, I'm not saying rush through it. I'm just saying that like, six hours would be rushing, though. It's not. It's not a big thing that I need to be like. No, don't like worry there what I'm saying like, is, don't explore. Like, like, like explore a yeah, little bit. But like, you really don't no... need to check every fucking corner because it will send you to that corner later, yeah, most exactly. of the time. Okay. Yeah. That's All good right. to know. That's... All right, but we'll we'll get more into that when we get to it. All right. <laughs> So uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks so much for joining me, Jorgs and Fletcher. Um, And we'll see you next time. Bye. See you.